0: Testing live out of a basement in Appleton, Wisconsin. You're tuned into Fox City's Core on WCZR Code Zero Radio for the show that gives you an opportunity to call in and be a part of the show. Our call in line is 920 795 Core. Now, my next guests appeared on the show a few months ago. They're back to talk about a new release they have called The Basement Tapes that came out today. They also have a album release show tonight at the Appleton Beer Factory in Appleton, Wisconsin. I'd like to welcome back The Traveling Suitcase. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Andy. It's good to have you guys back. Yeah, it's good to be <laughs> here. Well, I've missed you guys, and this album is really enjoyable that I listened to it today if people haven't checked it out i suggest you go go get it let's before we talk about the album though let's talk about the album release party which is taking place tonight if people are interested in going to this event where can they find out more about it where can they get tickets
1: well anywhere that you can find us online so facebook instagram all that stuff we've been posting about it pretty annoyingly um for a while so uh yeah we'll be at appleton beer factory right now i think there's still tickets up online um, and then there's gonna be tickets at the door and there's a band Seesaw coming from Madison. I think right now we're looking at I don't know if the pre sales are happening anymore. I know it was ten dollars pre sale, but I think it might be twenty. Yeah, I think sure we're looking at the twenty Dal Hairs. Dal hairs so, that's it
0: though.
1: Yep, Dal hairs. Um yeah. So
0: Have have uh, you played with Seesaw before?
1: Yeah. Yeah, along, uh suitcases played with Seesaw at a few different Madison events. I know there was, like, some of those bigger things that we did, I don't know, ten years ago at those, uh, yeah. like, big art fest things, and we met a couple of bands oh, that way. Fun, yeah. And then mm-hmm. I had opened up for them at the Stone Arch a few, I don't know, must have been, like, five years ago, doing just, like, solo stuff. So that's the last time I saw them. So it'll be really fun. Great. We've seen them.
0: The, the new album, it's got to be exciting to finally get the album released. Yes, like, When you were here last time, we were kind of talking about it. It was in process. You guys had a lot of songs written for it. You played two of them here. Yeah. When an album comes out, it's almost like it's a new phase in a band's life. This album kind of signifies sort of a, a turning of the corner. You did it all yourself. Yep. You recorded it yourself, which is different from previous albums where you were going into a studio. Mm-hmm. As far as Doing all of that production work yourself, did that kind of change how you went about recording the songs? Did the process stay similar to, to how you've done it? Or like how did you approach this?
1: The process...
2: We could relax way more.
0: Yeah, do a lot
1: it more was we relaxed. Yeah. We also had to re-record... A little bit of it, because last time we were here, we had someone who was playing drums with us, and the situation just didn't work out, so we were, like, halfway through the album, and I was like, uh... It's
2: a journey. Yes. A so, yep. The yep. Deluxe is gonna have nine discs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: absolutely. Um, but Brandon definitely stayed at the helm of chaos when we had to re-record. There was a few tracks where it was, like, literally me drumming over drums that were already there, which was... An, a challenge yeah. of its own but nobody's
2: it, a champ like nick on that though so i mean
1: it was it. one of those things where i think i was really excited to not play drums for a second and focus on things vocally and focus on the songs in a different form so i'm really grateful <laughs> for that but then at the end of the day i was like oh yeah here comes this recollection of like the only person that should play drums in this band is me and it's always a painful recollection. It's not the first recollection. <laughs> no, it's not. And it's always one of those things where... But it's good because I feel like I have this... I mean, there is. Vocally, I'm so much stronger than I was if I would have came into this playing drums right away. So it's just that my my brain rewired differently and I'm glad it. we had the opportunity to do so. But this whole record was just, you know, breathing and, and, and also just like... When Brandon and I made some of these songs years ago, when we would just, like, do this ourselves, it always had this sound to it. Yeah. And it was almost like... Easier to recreate that sound and really pay homage to it because we've done
2: it so many times. Yeah, it was just a more refined version of what we've been doing in the basement anyway, which we always were thinking maybe we could release, and now we're just like, yes. Yeah, we're just going to keep. Yeah,
1: and it's just, it's beefy the way that, I don't know, it's everything that I've always wanted it to sound like, Hmm. and I don't care what anybody thinks. And that's like the weirdest thing to say. I'm straight up pleased. Yeah. Well, yep.
3: You should be. You're, straight up. You're very straight good up. at what you yeah. do, Brandon. Yeah, it well, sounds great yeah. because you're very good. Well, you guys, thank you much. So, yeah. Brandon,
0: I mean, you did all the engineering on this album? Yes. And that's something you know—you know, stranger to doing that. You've done—you've done that for quite some time. I I've think
2: I've been an amateur engineer so much. I don't know if I'm going to be yeah, professional yeah. ever. Come but on. I feel like I don't know how you get the accolade. But yeah, I've been doing it a while. And,
1: I don't know. Uh, this record is it. really good, Brandon. So. I think yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll this get is a, an a badge. accolade for I'm you. Buy a badge yeah. Online. But, yeah <laughs> you so, buy your online badge, yeah. we'll buy it for you. Thanks. Oh we'll my god. Get gosh. you your accolades. I'm pleased
2: with how it came out. Yeah, I've been learning a lot of stuff. Certainly during lockdown, I just like mixed, mixed, mixed. You know, so I got I sharpened up a little there. So.
0: And as far as working with, with Nick, I mean, you've worked with him forever. So, it, I mean, that's it's not like you're recording no. some people that just walked in the door. And no,
2: I've been uh, toting uh, Tascam along to everything we ever did back then. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, the second
1: that. that Brandon and I played music together, we've just been recording it. Yeah. So I don't think that – I think that you say that you feel like you're an amateur, but I think that we're perfecting who we are and what we do. Yeah. So. Oh, not in a bad I, way. Just, yeah. Believe in dirty yourself, dirty, man. Because <laughs> we believe in you, or we wouldn't have let you like, you know, like cre- create this. You know, like oh, it's I'm proud of our journey. Yeah. I think it's
0: awesome. Brandon, did you feel a little more pressure on this one since you were spinning well, the knobs?
2: Well, I did the naughty <laughs> thing and mastered it too, also. So I felt that pressure <laughs> for sure. Like, oh my lord, I'm going to screw something up. And you know, maybe there's a few things here, but you know what? I can, that's absolutely still proud. No, it's, it's under the bridge. And uh, and I feel like it's good enough or just good.
0: So. Well, on uh, my first listen today, it really sounds just as good as anything else I've heard. So it's, okay. wow. I, I feel Cheers. you did a fantastic job. Oh, well, thank you. Um, but then obviously the rest of the band is, is happy with how it turned out as well.
3: Yep. Big time. Mm-hmm. It's sure all about
1: that. creating like a sound that you're proud of. And I think. I don't know if I've ever focused that way before. I've just always kind of been a people pleaser, especially when it comes to the suitcase. Um, we just, I feel like the same thing is kind of happening again, which is beautiful, where it's like we got this really cool buzz around our live shows and we've had this incredible summer very lucky, very awesome summer. Yeah, we are, we are, we are blessed like and that's such a cliche thing to say but like we really are Um, our supporters and our friends you too, you know what I mean, like we're we're really blessed with everybody that's around us and and we're just so allowed to continue to do that but we wouldn't have gotten here without the wisdom of all the other engineers that we've met without the support that we have and without being blessed and I think we're just going to keep leaning into that and we're going to keep recording ourselves and we're just going to keep busting out a bunch of stuff in the next few years and try to keep the longevity going because I just, I do, I believe in every single person in this band very much. And that's like for, for once in my life, I believe in what we're saying and what we're doing because it has nothing to do with anyone else. Just us, just the ninjas. <laughs> yep.
3: so,
1: Good confidence.
4: Yes. Yeah.
0: And it's, so you guys are, You know, you recorded it yourself, you're putting it out yourself. Mm -hmm. Are you kind of approaching how you promote it any differently than you have in the past? Um, I mean, for me, I am personally
1: probably going to email a lot of different people Um, going through schematics, uh, the last few days, especially like, obviously the album is on Spotify, it's on iTunes, it's on all of the things that don't pay us. Uh, But putting together Bandcamp, the Traveling Suitcase has made thousands of dollars off of Bandcamp. And I'm going to continue to push Bandcamp because that is crazy to me. It's crazy to me that there's a platform out there that that, that is easy to set up, almost like MySpace. Um, so uh, for me, I want to do more interpersonal stuff, like just messaging people. Um, I want people to come to our shows to be able to get it. Um, that tie-dye t-shirt is something that we all made collectively together. Um, we have a bunch of different colors and things like that. But yeah, I think... you did in there. Yeah. Um, I just want things to be organic and kind of made to go instead of overproducing everything and thinking we're gonna like oh by the time that you know what i mean like just making these unrealistic goals as a band is just i'm over it i don't care what happens next year i just want to make maybe we could make 30 more t-shirts in two months you know what i mean and just like this and 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 put our heart into it just never stop just keep moving just keep moving
0: we were the green screen kids were here at one point and they brought up how people used to pay a dollar 29 for a song and then they thought around covid like kind of the mood's shifted to now everybody wants to stream everything mm-hmm. but to support a band i don't think people realize one song at like a dollar like how many streams does does it take i mean unless somebody's listening to your song a thousand times I mean yeah Yeah.
1: I feel like all those streaming services I mean that's why you're seeing writer's strikes and for me like a big thing especially with like how I want to advertise this and how I want to like maintain my band because this is my business this is my crew and we're local and I'm really proud of the locality that we have and I think that Wisconsin's a really cool state I think that there's a lot of progressive things happening here. I love going into small towns. Probably shouldn't be there, but at the same time, I like going there. I think that our differences bring us together. I'm craving unity. I want to unify with anything that isn't me because how am I going to learn anything if I just go, you know what I mean? As much as I love safe spaces, like last night at Pride Fest was amazing. Like I we have to go into these spaces that each one of us identifies with, right? Cuz I'm not, you know, I'm the only queer. I mean, Really, I mean, I don't know how everybody identifies. I don't want to speak for everybody, but oh, I'll like, go
4: down the line here. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, we don't. And we don't need it. I mean, <laughs> yeah how
1: how queer are you on a scale of one to ten? And that's like that. We don't have conversations like that. But like, we support each other, and these guys are fucking fantastic allies. Um, I don't remember what I was gonna say with all of that because my ADD is taking uh, me on the like bad. emotional well, a beautiful ADHD thing. But like,
0: I don't know. I don't remember. I was. Dang it. <laughs> well, you you played. On the uh, highest drum riser, you said yesterday that you ever yes, played on. Yes,
1: it, it was moving a lot because it was...
0: Was it the highest or the fastest? It was. It was uh,
1: there were two risers stuck together, and I was on the middle of oh, it, okay. and it was Shaky-est. just separate. It was separating the entire time, and like my drums were literally just falling off of the riser. My cymbal stand, like just like vibrated off at one point, and I was like, "This is
2: madness!" It really added the suspense. It really it did. I like.
1: don't, I was like, I must have looked just like a like a juggler or something last night. And that keeps it exciting. It's like it the does, Music yeah. Box where you're waiting for oh, somebody to fall. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. It did. I will say. That, I, there was a few times last night in my head, I was like, this is, I'm so glad I've done the mile of music bus because <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd be able it's to handle this. I would have, you know what I mean? I'm laughing at that it. Is, it's funny, yeah. you know, instead of me being like, oh, <laughs> you know, cause like most of my stress dreams are kind of based around there. You know, the sound crew was awesome. The, the it sounded really great. Yeah. The lights show was fantastic. I just think the, I just, I'm scared of risers now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well.
0: Um, Thanks for doing the show today. Because I know, okay, show last night, this show, yeah, but you show snuck us in
1: too, so you're well, yeah, doing it. Yeah. We got, you know, we were you. lucky for the twofer on your well, on my, your my side. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah.
0: So, I, Brandon, it's great to to talk to you. Yeah. And so, great at, to be here. You weren't here last last uh, the last show for the the origin story. Well, first time here. Yeah. So, you and Nick, when you guys met, was there a just an instant connection as far because you sort of are like the Lennon McCartney of of the suitcase.
2: Yeah, I'd say so. And uh what's the qu- regarding that? I don't know. We've just been like brothers in music since 2001, so it's like we've yeah. melded together. By now we it's it's great to have that We ease. were
1: instant friends, you know? Like it was one of those things yeah. that and when Carol came over, it was like all of us, right? Like we just trifecta. Yeah, it was an instant friends and it was kind of like I finally had been playing drums so long waiting for somebody to play with, you know. I think when I came home, I was like, "Mom, Dad, they're coming over, yeah. And Like as we recorded the second that we could record, yeah. You know, like yeah. and it was wild, and we pushed each other. I mean, I think about like how scared I was to do all those vocals. I should have sent what well, I'll oh, say. Wow. I'm going to send you the no, first no thing idea. we ever recorded.
2: I, know. I, well, I that know was the had, first time I've ever sang. We had to sang. leave the room, to be fair, but I, other than that, I had no idea. He yeah, was it was scared, the first so time. Oh, it's was terrified to me. Yeah, yeah. I yeah.
1: I've sang uh, "All Around the World" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I was like. Thirteen. Yeah, so I'll have to send it to
2: you. It's those awful. tapes are out there for the yeah, even it's... further deluxe editions.
1: But we were so proud of it, dude. We like came back into jazz band on Monday with our tape player. <laughs> And we were like, check you. out what we made over the weekend. <laughs> we made a band, you know? It was like an excited. And then band. like, then like two weeks later, there was like another school band, or another little band that was formed, And they were like, check out what we recorded. And it was like under the bridge. And it was like, <laughs> it was really cool. Because you can see that. But it's neat to go, wow, man. Like, our relationship and the music that we've made has always influenced other people to be like, well, I, I want to do that. It's interesting, yeah, yeah the whole hey. time if you track it. I mean, yeah, Todd, involved, yeah. It's... I mean,
2: that's so funny. It's crazy. It's wild, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it's a beautiful journey this whole time. So it's easy. Like we're writing new songs now, and like will you'll do a fill, and I'll just be like burp, burp, and yep. then it'll be like that. Just makes sense. It's very nice to have that easy. So we're blessed. Really yeah, it's blessed. it's locked in at yeah. this point.
0: Well, yeah. You you mentioned the Chili Peppers, and that's kind of another full circle thing because you mentioned you cite seeing the Chili Peppers in Colorado is kind of what made you. I kind of mean, sparked it to- I just love
1: the Red Hot Chili Peppers I think that's like my just like they're like my rock and roll just I don't know they've been doing it for so long you know they're just they're there they're my consistent just like idols right so I just think do you have a favorite Chili Pepper song? Um, Sir Psycho Sexy it is a naughty song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that song is That's really, really naughty. I just That's think
2: consistent. I can vote. Oh
1: yeah, I've always loved that song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got suspended for that song in seventh grade because I wrote the lyrics on my folder, which I definitely shouldn't have done. <laughs> oh. It is an awful song. That whole record, though, I think Blood, Sex, Sugar, Magic is just something else.
0: It's amazing. A
1: nineteen-year-old Fashawn is fucking nineteen. Yeah. What?
2: Amazing.
1: What? The guitar tones, the snare drum. Oh my god. The yeah. whole record is just so good. Didn't I don't know, man.
0: They recorded that in a mansion, didn't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't think that mansion they, still stands. They made a, a little, like, I think it's called Funky Monks yeah, is cool the movie. is the watch. movie about that. It's just gnarly. They're all so young. And, like, Chad Smith is like, yeah, you know, like, and, just, you know, like,
2: looks so ridiculous. In a portable recording in a house. And that was, you know, yep. it gets your wheels turning. Yeah. They're
1: just always, I don't know, man. Everybody loves to hate on the Chili Peppers, but I think they're one of the most, like, I don't know, man. They've done so much too, and they've pushed it to the limits. And they wouldn't be the Chili Peppers if they, you know what I mean,
2: if they yeah. weren't good or if they. I don't know, man. So it's been a fun part of the journey.
0: Brandon, you're a huge Chili Pepper fan then as well, or did your musical? I interest... am a
2: Chili Peppers fan. I'm not gonna compete for Nick's fandom. <laughs> no, no. I am gonna. Brandon's like that a. I, I like him a lot. You're a Zeppelin. Cr- well, freak, I'm a Led Zeppelin yeah. classic but I, I really yeah. love the Chili Peppers and uh, their newest album, The Dream Machine. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Yeah. I mean, I loved it. So,
0: yeah, not a hater. So you're more of a classic rock guy. Oh,
2: big classic rock yeah. guy, oldies guy. Yeah, interesting. Golden yeah. oldies. Yeah. yeah. The cheesy ones. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Brandon
1: is like, yeah, we're all all of our veins are completely different, and that. But you we, know, we, like, we do that's
2: up nicely, nicely. What's up? Like Bob. we just figure. But yeah, well I yeah, know well, yeah, it's Bob weird. Seager it's already like already
1: yeah, like honestly though, floating around is great. I don't know, Nate. What's your big thing then?
4: Oh, just like 90s alternative rock grunge stuff. That's the deepest cut. The deepest I don't know I mean the toadies maybe or yeah but you also have this affinity
1: Failure. like Nate like loves music like oh, getting to know Nate over the summer like so intimately like Nate loves like 80s ballads oh, yeah. and like loves oh, yeah. music music that I was like really like oh is stupid <laughs> so like that's all summer yeah Nate yeah Nate it's been a like it's been a, a, a journey summer for me <laughs> a journey where I'm like I don't like no and then like all of these things like even as on the way here it was a journey song I was like god
4: Damn it! Man. I, I finally got him to watch that the Phil Collins video where he's like walking around. Approaching the, stage, the drums. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, so. they've helped
1: me come to terms with Phil Collins. <laughs> a lot of things have happened this summer, but then and then you, you're a Seeger freak.
3: I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I mean, yeah,
1: it got deep. We, I mean, went out of, we went out of town a few weeks ago and there was just so much that just was un, just revealed. And I'm so, <laughs> I just was like, well, I never saw this. But
0: then I'm
2: like, this makes so much sense. Yeah. Seeger comes to us all sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so lots of different sort of I, yeah. influences coming into the suitcase. Yeah. Now. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Is Nate, is Kilroy ever going to get back together?
2: It's probably impossible okay. to truly to get back together. Sorry, Nate. Please.
4: Uh, I, yes, well, Nate. yeah. I mean, it would. It, you know, we are missing one of our members who's no longer with us. So the
2: said Carol, who was in the trifecta right. with Nick and I in two thousand one. So then, of course, he was a member of Kilroy after that. So, but and he's uh, no longer on the
4: earth. So it's hard to hard to play. The remaining three of us do jam as often as we can, and all the time. Yeah, we yeah. try to as much as we can. And, It's kind of like
2: my wrecking crew for like we use we just make demos and we're just Mm -hmm. but we love jamming so it's a great combo. Mm -hmm.
0: So it's probably nice having Nate in the suitcase now.
2: It's awesome, yeah. And again, we got ESP on every which way now, so it's beautiful, yeah.
0: So kind of coming back around to this this album now obviously the basement tapes is because it was recorded in your basement that's
2: right mm-hmm. oh and
3: it's and it's oh. also
1: one of those things where like we were making basement tapes back in the day which we wanted to honor yeah so when the band first started we would just like record everything we were making in the in the basement and, and we have
2: homaged the band before cuz one of our concerts was called a big like a TV broadcast one was called the last waltz so yep. we're fans of the band too and there's a little more a little bit of an homage you know yeah yeah i feel so, like yeah. we like
0: to i love the the album art work was this i mean who this, these these oh, are like hand decorated tapes right and yeah yeah. Photographed so for the...
1: um todd did i want to love her and then I did Wings. Brandon did King Elliot, which was an amazing tribute to my cat who passed away. Roomies too, cat. And, and Brandon and Elliot were really close uh, when we were roommates. My cat did not care about me at all. Um, <laughs> he just loved Brandon. And he wore a bow tie like the entire year and a half that we <laughs> lived in that place. And then uh, Casanova did Mrs. Knife. Nate did. And then that end of the thing with Voodoo Chicken, we did that one. So it was, yeah, just a collective. This whole thing was just meant to be a collective. And then the background there is oh, yeah. Brandon's nice wallpaper. And then the CD art, the CD itself is just literally Brandon's <laughs> kitchen wallpaper because it's the yeah. best kitchen wallpaper. I love it.
0: You guys did a band photo in front of this wallpaper.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was tagged along with, I waited, we took that photo and I used it for like the flyers, but then I waited for months to post it yesterday, which is always so fun. Cause I just couldn't <laughs> wait to post it. Cause I'm really excited wow. about the photo and excited about what we're doing. And
0: so, so, being called The Basement Tapes, I have to know, like, is it tempting to release this on cassette? Like, was there any talk Yeah, of the-
1: we did talk about that. Mm, right yeah. now, cassette is just, there's a really big turnaround, and some of the best places for, distrib- like, distribution for that is the UK, and it's just a big turnaround. My big thing is, I think I want to maybe, like, let's say, like, next year, let's do, like, we do something where we release tapes for it, for, like, say that, hey... Happy year anniversary of Basement tapes. So, yeah, re-release on tape. Yeah, or something I think that's coming. something that is uh, definitely totally feasible. Uh, but at the same time, we're also really looking forward to because we're already writing. Like we have a bunch of new <laughs> yeah. stuff. So yeah, then true. I was like, mm, we're also really excited about the new stuff that we have. So all in good time. Yeah, it
0: yeah. seems like the normally the case. Like if you ask an artist what your favorite album is, it's always the new one. Even if I, I, think if people truly don't believe that you're promoting yeah. the newest one, so it's like, well, yeah, the, the new one's the best, or you're not sick of it or whatever. Yeah, but, but I suppose if you're writing new stuff, it, it is kind of taking a step backwards to also do this deluxe. No, we
1: still really love this record. I mean, this these are songs that we've been playing for a really long time, and they're also a really big throwback for our supporters and our fans that have been with us since the base, like the original Basement tapes, yeah. right? So.
0: I saw you and Nate on WAPL, uh, the Rick and Cutter show the other day. You guys did Voodoo Chicken and Mm -hmm. uh, King and Elliot were the two. So I like what you did with the band. And you mentioned it when you were here last time. You've got the band built to where certain members can't show up and do a show that you can kind of still go out and do kind of a a formation of the band. And the songs do sound different, which I think was one of the cool things of of hearing the the finished album is yep, some of the songs that were in my head from hearing them, how you're playing them, like when you're stripped to yeah, strip it. Yeah, yeah. They sound really big and full and yep. I mean, is that has it been working so far how you're kind of approaching it, doing it where you can do yeah, duos and think, trios? I
1: mean, I just think that if you show up and you have confidence and you have the willingness to like let the song change to the way that you think it should be in your head, you're good to go. You know, just play to the moment. And regardless of whether I have, would I love to have my full band every time? Yeah, absolutely. But I tell these guys every show that we have, we touch base. I tell them that everything is an opportunity to learn. Um, we all miss each other if the formation isn't full, but we all every single gig we play, we learn something we have takeaway, and I think that. Being able to be flexible to this is the most important part because music is, there's it's fluid, you know.
2: We rehearse it generally in that version that we're going to do, but then we also, it's fun to be quick on your feet. Yeah. Because uh, that one show at Mile Music, uh, you didn't bring cymbals or something like that, right? Yep. Yep. And so I played my bass parts like really short and less sustained, and it was like boppier. Yep. yep. Remember, so that was yep. like a fun example. It was, the, it and, the, and the
1: room we had to be quiet too, because we played yeah. a little like broken down McFleshman set, and it was it was neat, and it was just neat, you know. It's yeah. it's a fun timbre to to do. I'd like to be able to say that we can dynamically do whatever, like I, if someone woke us up out of our dead sleep and was like you need to play you know like (laughs) that's how i imagine it like dave girl is just busting into my house and he's like what's up asshole (laughs) play a song and i'm like ah yeah
0: that's it and you guys i saw you at uh, taylor greenwood's house and that was another different format that was without Nate. oh yeah so i mean it's Mm -hmm. like you guys have been like shuffling people around whoever can make it and i think it's really been working out and the songs are still there it's just you're kind of getting a different flavor yeah
1: yeah, we, it's an, and it's just a good takeaway from all of it and understanding how the dynamics work or seeing, oh, wow, that's really weird without that person or how do we, you know, like, how do we make this transcend? How do we make it hit hard still? So it's, that doesn't mean we don't miss each other. Like I said, man, all the time, we'd wish it was full band all the time,
2: but... You just learn a lot. It's nice. Yep.
0: Sh- shows like that where you're, like, playing outside, I mean, that's kind of a, a little different. Do you feel like a... Is it less stressful doing those types of shows over playing at, like, Appleton Beer Factory tonight? I
1: don't don't know. I I have the same amount of – I get the same amount of anxiety and, like, excitement. I wouldn't call it anxiety. And maybe there is – no, because there is. There's a little bit of anxiety because it keeps it competitive, right? Like, a little bit of anxiety is healthy. You're like, okay, I need to take this seriously. But I think – the overall attitude is like we have something to learn from every single gig we are not perfection we're not perfection uh... we're we're gonna mess up we're gonna have fun and perfection is the enemy of good absolutely so if we're not being authentic and we're thinking too hard about it i guess like we just try to look at it like we love each other this is gonna be fun no matter what happens because you can't you can't you can't it's like the song king Elliot. i sing about this exact moment 'Cause it's just like you cannot obsess over a moment that you have no control over yet, right? You can practice, you can have fun but like the biggest thing is just having fun. So I don't I feel like personally I feel just as nervous, just as excited, any show. Yeah. Whether I'm playing for free at the New Moon or whether we're playing at the Ben Theater. It is the same exact feeling and if that feeling subsides, I should probably fucking quit.
0: The, the theater show you're talking about, I saw some cool pictures of that. That, that was beautiful. Yeah. It's I a mean- beautiful
2: theater. Yeah, it yep. sounded looked great. Yep. Yeah, yeah, amazing yep. with uh, Natural Satellite. It was great to collaborate mm-hmm. with them. We love col- collaborating Jazzed with those guys. We yeah, yeah. We jumped on some
1: there. of their tunes, and I think freeing by them has been stuck in my head for like the last like three weeks and, and
2: then in my head is that the other one that's yeah in it. my yeah. head
1: is in your head yeah <laughs> that's really good it was fun i wish that we could do that more often i actually wish that we would have like set up a recording device and like done some cameras and stuff for that show because i'm like
4: shit
2: i hadn't an sd card in sight yep
1: yep <laughs> yep and that's okay i was like those are the moments that i was like uh-oh those are the things that I regret more. You know what I mean? Like trying to take more pictures and be in the moment that way. Oh, well, but see, because I'm so present in the moment, I'm like too busy being like, this is awesome. So oh, it was one of those moments. Yeah, that, that theater was just great. And I remember just doing the sound checking and we just slammed this natural satellite tune and Carly just like looks at all of us and she's just like, <laughs> I love music. Yeah. You know, and it, that's like, that's it. That's it. Great that's support. Screw about. anything else, you know?
0: Yeah. Let's uh, let's go through this this new album track by track. Okay, we'll start out with uh, "I Want to Love Her," which to me it, it's a little different than what I'm used to hearing with the the traveling suitcase. Like it, first of all, I'll say all the tracks are really good. I have now listened to them more than the the couple times in the morning today. So, yeah. but it, this track struck me; it's not what I was expecting normally when I hear the suitcase. Yeah, it, this
1: is a it's a ballad. You know, it's a call to ask yourself, you know, this is a song I wrote in my 20s when I was uh, really struggling with my identity and in and out of some really toxic relationships because I was so toxic myself um, and uh, was drinking a lot of whiskey, which I don't drink at all anymore. Um, and I definitely haven't touched whiskey in a very long time. Um, but it, it's just one of those, those songs that I kind of revisit every once in a while and it's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful ballad. Um, it's one of those things that I know gets in people's heads. That hook line is really cool. Um, but it's a beautiful song to sing because it is a good question to ask. I think asking our supporters, asking ourselves why we want love or where we find it or how we find it is just a really good thing. And I, I love the way that it turned out. Um, yeah. I think that it really has this like Nashville sound to it.
2: We um, ended up putting twelve strings on yeah. it at the last minute. Yeah, was- and that
1: was the day that that world renowned twelve string guy like like literally died, and we were just like, wait, what? It oh was weird. Yeah, that's I don't right. remember that
0: dude's name. Was that Gordon was- Lightfoot? Yeah, I think yeah. so.
2: Yeah. Oh, the day
1: Gordon Lightfoot died. Yeah. yeah, and it was so just kind of like this weird, like, wow, we never put 12 strings
3: on. I think so there's a hint of a Leslie on it, too. Yeah, well,
2: yeah they, the, we the even organ. threw a Hammond organ provided by... And Dan then Steve Shawnee, right? And then, yeah, the great Dr. Steve Shawnee, uh, violist extraordinaire. He just came in and improvised his parts on a Junker viola out of his trunk. And just is a legend at being just... He just improvised it really beautifully. And I just chopped some parts out and... Peppered
1: him in Yeah. It sounds really good. It's just got a different mood and I wanted to I don't know, I wanted to open the record with something that was good. It's hooky. like a ramp up kind of and different, thing. right? Kind of but it's up. something that just sets the tone. And I like I really kind of like opening our sets with either King Elliot or I Wanna Lover because it's like people are like, Okay and it just kinda of warms them up, but it's not it's not exactly who we are, right? Like it's just like a first date. It's like our rising in our moon signs and our, you know what I mean? Like it's just kind of here's what we have, but this isn't who we are, it's quite to have other yet. Flavors
2: too, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things.
0: Well, then you go right from that into to wings. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Which is beefs up a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go.
2: Now we're taking off, right? Yeah. You want to talk about wings at all? Let's talk about wings. We put a lot of very fun. I'm going to talk about some superficial yet fun stuff. The special effects. Are handsome on that song, and we had a lot of fun dialing them in. Like we spent, we were up half the night, a couple nights, getting like just a phaser just right. Oh my god, yeah, hours, hours. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh my god, it's two a.m. and we're just literally scientists
1: stuck on phasers right now. (laughs) And I'm like, we need a phaser on top of a phaser. But like, there's a part in the song where I'm like, free, (laughs) and like I hit this like really crazy falsetto. But like, I wanted to make we're really big. I'm a Matrix fan. I love sure. the Matrix, yeah. Um, and I think I like, you know, I, let's not open that wormhole, but I believe, <laughs> I, I believe in some Matrixy shit. And uh, I just kind of wanted it to sound like, um, like I was ripping the cord out of my, you know what I mean, the Matrix cord out of my, out of my throat on that part. So there's like this really cool, like, I don't know, man. Like you're
3: leaving the Matrix. Song, like I'm leaving know? the Matrix <laughs> in the middle of this like, song. While it was happening, like while he's mixing. I'm like, oh, you're putting the Matrix thing in there, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like it just—it is the Matrix
2: thing. Yeah, it's perfect for that moment of being free, and then also uh, the phaser on the master bus or whatever. I'd recommend that because it's just fun. Yeah, So do it. Yeah, we had we, there was things that we wanted to do that were just
1: out of this world. That I was like, screw it. I don't. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Why not? Yeah, you have the, I,
0: you're doing it yourself. Well, so. yeah,
1: and I, there's no one to be like, well, no. And then I'm like, well, yeah. And I love it. I love the way it sounds. I think I love when we put phaser on like drum fills and just, mm-hmm. it's just trippy. It's one of those things that come see us live and we'll rock out. It'll be raw. And I just, I feel like because we made it ourselves though, like there's still that raw, like that record has raw energy. Like a, Yeah. Like I a left mi-
2: some mistake. We left stuff in. We're just like, we're not fixing it perfect no no there's
1: mistakes there's you know i land funny on the end of casanova and i was like no, keep it because i was i was you know i was upset when i was re-recording the drums you know so that that's pure emotion in there it captures it you know yeah yeah Yeah. and uh, like rightfully so so it's just one of those things where we wanted to keep the raw emotion in there and keep the state but wings is definitely one of those songs where it has a lot of energy yet we wanted to have fun with it and then keep it
2: raw so that's a nice intro to the hard side. Yeah, that's kind of like ooh, this band's w- jerk.
0: I, yeah, Wings goes into uh, King Elliot, which uh, I love that song. It's a, I think kind of an intense song. It you know kind of builds, but um, King Elliot, of course, about a cat. Yep,
1: <laughs> yep. It's interesting. King Elliot is that song's t- thirteen years old. It's yeah. a teenager at this point, and that song yeah. was written while well, my cat was still alive, and it was also written about being envious of uh, a friend of mine who was in California, and that friend ironically passed away, too. So, like, the full circle of things of, like... Even the irony of the song, it's about not being... It's about not building envy um, and and trying to stop being uh, selfish or self-centered. So the irony of it all is you just have to keep singing that song because there's no way that we... You know, we always need humility, and that, that song is humility for me. And it's also full circle because... That guitar riff was something that I used to play to my cat when he was a kitten, and like that was just something I would do and whistle to him, and he would come, you know, be like, oh, I love that, you know. Um, so it's just a call to a soul that I loved, you know, and still love very much. Yeah, we all, all like I said, me and Brandon live together, and all of us are cat people. We love cats. I mean, we love animals, but cat, we're definitely cat guys, so. Literally, we're hybrids. We're hybrid.
2: We're actually cats. <laughs> and then the new parts I want <laughs> it's to been show really hard the whole time just to not act like a cat. <laughs> but a uh, shout out to the new guitar parts by our esteemed guitarists here. I mean, yeah. they sound really cool. New Because we've recorded this before, you know, long ago. This is one of the re-recording It ones. never
1: got released.
2: It well, actually. Like, yeah, not, not the way not that we with had. the Trio edition. No. no we did no. record it with
0: Trio. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't use any old tracks, though. You re-recorded it's everything. It's all new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's
1: re-recorded. Yep. Well, I, I wanted these guys to have a chance to... Speak like our, you know, Nate and Todd to really speak um, for for what this is because they've been united with us the entire time too, always always kind of around and always with us as we kind of talked about with the lineage last time we were here. But I don't know, you guys don't step on each other. You guys leave a lot of room. I think most of the time I'm asking them to turn their guitar amps up, which is really sweet. They're not they don't <laughs> they don't fight with each other like that, you know. And there's just room and they give each other confidence and. They have a secret – well, it's not a secret, but no, they secret have this – uh, there's no secret. It's such a big ramped-up high five. I'm worried that I'm going to have to cancel a gig one of these days because they both have <laughs> broken wrists because they, like, are such oh good team God. players that every time we play a show or every time um, – every- do you want to do a mini one right now, do you want to show everybody what right now? It?
2: Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. I'm in the line of fire. Just do it, <laughs> like a little one, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, pins! yeah! yeah. Oh. I mean, they'll like they run and jumpstart that quite right. a bit after. Like like separate <laughs> side, we're like 20 feet in between, and I'm like, no, guys. So it's
4: both how we get amped up for shows, and then how we wind down after the yeah. show. You know, and they
0: do it at band practice. They've been doing, oh, yeah.
4: doing it since they met each other. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, Are you guys like you have to learn both guitar parts. I'm guessing, so if one doesn't make it to a show, you kind of have to generally know. kind
3: yeah. I mean, does that get confusing? That during Nate shows does. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> is I don't it, know what he's, he's doing either? We let yeah. them be them. <laughs> like if
1: we have shows where one is missing, um, they're still kind of doing what they do you know they're not relearning too much of, it's of like each other yeah, yeah we just so. it's more augmenting because they do they speak for themselves and they add their own individual piece they have two on that
3: voices,
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah Casanova was uh, the first time i heard that one today Ooh, Tell mm-hmm. me about Casanova <laughs> Yes Probably one
2: of the most dynamic yeah For talking superficial sonics i think sonics I'm really proud are. of this one that
1: i will say Casanova is my favorite a uh, song on the record because I love the way it sounds. It's like a song that we've been playing for a long time. Um, I wrote it about someone who passed. Uh, this is it, you know, someone who passed away as well. A girl I saw for a little oh, yeah. bit. I wrote that song about her, and but then I changed the words around a little bit and changed the context as to kind of talk about my queer identity in a way too, where you know, like I'll never you know be allowed in hell, and pretty much how most people ask what's in my pants way more than anyone should. Um, you won't be
4: allowed in hell or heaven.
1: Or yeah, won't be allowed in heaven. Yeah, yep. Whoops. Go. I'm just sad. I'm sorry. I'm projecting. <laughs> I, I would love to be allowed in hell. Um, let me in. <laughs> let me in. Ah! Earth is crazy. Um. Yeah. No. It was just one of those one of those things where I don't know. Wanted to turn the context around and especially like the religious duality within the queer spectrum and I don't know. This song is just. Really, really, really bluesy, and I love how like smoky it is, and we had a lot of fun, and a friend of ours, uh, Joe Solomon, who's an amazing harmonica player, back in the day when we released that, he wrote a stanky harmonica, so I got a harmonica and tried to pay homage to joe and how he played that song and then um in most of those songs and most of this record um rob murphy our old drummer is credited for writing stuff because he really yeah laid down the foundation of like drum tones and
2: not and having bass parts are influenced by oh absolutely doing, yeah, for, absolutely for those old songs.
1: i augmented i augmented things you know the way that i needed to for drumming and singing but also like still try to keep you know, I think Rob played Casanova with four drumsticks, two in each hand. He and, uh, you know, it was just like, and that's something I was like, I can't, I'm not that, doing that. That's
3: not legal. No, yeah, no, no. Rob, <laughs> does, Rob, Rob
1: is a highway to the danger zone, and that's why we love Rob, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and but I can't, I, there's no way I can't touch that. Um, so the way I can is just paying homage to him and making sure he gets his writing credits, because he's really done a lot for this ep and and the, and the way the drums are structured so but casanova is just the way that it sounds on this record is kind of i don't know it's i like it it's this record is exactly what i've always wanted this band to sound like so it's really satisfying for me
2: i'm still not sure if the drums are technically too loud let's have a poll but like they are really loud but it's like i'm happy that they're loud it's mm-hmm. so it's, it's like okay it's cool. Let's yeah, because you just pounded them so hard, yeah. you know, neck and
3: all. Yeah, cow. I think I <laughs> have <laughs> that on
2: video of that take. We all yeah. had our phones. I was like, "Oh my yeah, god. I I was like, yeah, god, I smashed them!"
0: Yeah, I smashed the shit out of that what song. What is happening? Man. yeah I I thought everything sounded really good. The bass, I was impressed with a like you mentioned the bass lines. I thought it had some really good bass lines. Oh, um, the bass sounded really like I don't know if crisp is the right word, but it.
2: I use some high end. It stood sure. out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a picker too, so you know mm-hmm. on the bass and yeah so i you know i just kind of reckon that with some compression and i try to make it stand out and i do use nick's uh, kick drum to kind of bop it out of the way so that the, they can all just be a big bassy party you know so anyway i tried to mix it so everything could be really loud and stand out like that so Oh man it's
1: it's an arena of rock in that little ep roll. it's just a kicking ep man this is I'm just so proud of it. I really am.
0: Mrs. Knife is uh, the next song, and you played that one down here as well when you were here last time. That you do some uh, some good intense vocal. Yep.
1: in, In that one, yeah, that's like my like homage to Make Yourself by Incubus. Type type <laughs> type uh, oh, vocals. So and that's stuff. why it's my favorite
4: song.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, hearing yeah. all this it's Chili all Pepper up. talk, like he, I used to hear you talk more about Incubus. It seems like the Incubus talks kind of gone down a little bit. I
1: mean, I love Incubus just as much. Don't I'm like me and Nate are
4: fucking Incubus. The whole freaks. intro to Wings for me was just like a yeah. straight Incubus ripoff. Yep. rip off. But, yeah. yeah
1: I was like maybe we're just ripping them off so much that I don't want to talk about them
4: <laughs> <much>. yeah, <laughs> like, I <was> like well <laughs> sh- what are you talking Let's about Incubus you know,
1: I don't know like, anything about oh. Incubus no it's uh, no Nate and I have been playing a lot of Incubus all summer especially when we do like the two first stuff like we we play a lot of Incubus covers and I'll probably post some of those too we actually played a beautiful rendition of Mexico oh at, God, the, at the at theater with, with everybody and with cello and everything yeah, and that playing was, that song, oh, it was the so the good actual this dude came up with an incubus sleeve and he was like crying and he was like, that's the best thing ever. And I was like, that's cool. That's all I needed. I needed that moment. Just you. Just loving that. Okay. That's why we did it. Anyways, Mrs. Knife, incubus Incubus throw. It's also one of those like, it's cool, man. We played like this hometown show with Horace Green and Feed the Dog and there was like a bunch of people and a couple high school bullies that I was like, finally! (laughs) Because the song is about being picked on at school and, and just never measuring up and just not fitting in and um there's a part because like i'm talking underneath but i used to i went to oshkosh west and i used to just skip school open the door get on my skateboard and just like kick it to the skate park and that you know the liaison officer knew to come and find me (laughs) you know but that's i mean that song's all about just going to the skate park and trying to get away from the hatred that i was experiencing at school
2: so Let me try to get the gu- the guitars nice and beefy. I think we were thinking of the Foo Fighters. Yeah, the
1: we and really kind of... wanted a Foo Fighters, like, just, like, oh, wall of guitar sound on
4: inspired that. Sonically yeah. a bit there. Yeah, I, I, I think of that song as, like, a hardcore song, you know? That's how I treat it. It is. They it's big really big punk rock. guitars, and it's one of my favorites to play live because there's, like, I don't use any effects in it, and it's just a couple of chords, and I can run around and go as crazy as I want, and... Yeah, Yeah, it's just tons of fun.
2: And you play Nick's crazy solo, which is like... (laughs) on stage, you know, and on the record, I think it's mixed in with Nick's actual performance because we were recording it so long that he had a whack at it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all played guitar on that song, I swear. There's Mm -hmm.
1: like four or five rhythm. Yeah, yeah. It's (laughs) chunky, dude. It's chunky. But we wanted it to cut that way. I feel like it's kind of almost got this, like, Deftones vibe to it, too, which doesn't make any sense, but, like, just, like, how it cuts, you know, like... Their guitar sounds and their drum sounds when Deftones really strike in, it's just, especially on like White Pony stuff, it's just,
0: it's just really chunky. So, do you guys tune down a half a step?
3: Yeah, whole full step, full yeah,
0: step a whole step. step down. Yeah, yep. yep. You ever accidentally <laughs> start the show on your tuned standard? Wow. wow, no, I don't have any uh,
4: guitars in standard anymore. I'm
3: the one at risk. What did you house, start? The I start on like, drop did... C on accident. A <laughs> I, was while like, back. <laughs> I was like, it what was, was like that? we just. It was one where I'm, <laughs> I start the riff right and just like, <laughs> brruh, brruh.
4: Oh no!
3: I'm <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna drop. because uh, we do drop C for a couple of tracks, and and just like it started out sounding so cool because I started out with the higher strings and then that low one like immediately like I'm, it's wrong. It's all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just like <clears throat> quick gave it a spin, of, yeah. but that's. Uh, okay.
1: I mean, those are like I like, dude. That's we, all fun. Yeah, we laugh and we we take you take something from every show and you're like, oh shit, uh oh. It felt really
3: cool, and then I felt so uncool. Like, oh no,
0: <laughs> the <State laughs> universe is
1: like, you feel cool, yeah, huh? Ah, yeah. Like, you feel about yeah, this? Get back
2: in your place. <laughs> yeah. At least you didn't do
0: that on like a rock garden live or a 30 minute music hour or something like that. Yeah. Not yeah <laughs> i had a nice beat on 30
2: minute music hour that i laughed you know we were laughing i think i made yeah. a horrible loud frog i mean and yeah. then you just like looked at each was like ridiculous. i you mean know? you have to laugh at it yeah, you have to laugh at it it's the
1: only way i'm like a mean coach sometimes i'll strike a little look but at the end of the day i'll laugh at it when we're in the moment i can be fucking intense it's okay
0: voodoo chicken yeah what what oh, yeah. why did that track get chosen to be the last track
1: well that track is nuts the name Um, is great by the way yeah voodoo chicken
2: um another one of our re-recordings and yep it's an intense one for sure right i mean it is is. this one's got like almost a breakdown
1: that's like primus meets like some like i don't know new metal like it's just really wacky and it just opens up and then the group vocals are incredible todd does Todd, obviously Todd's got an amazing voice. Everybody in this band has a really good voice, but Todd's got this big voice, and you can hear him, and I love this track because you kind of have this like Frank Black kind of timbre to you, oh. and it's so good. It reminds me of the Pixies. Somehow Voodoo Chicken is like Pixies meets... I don't
2: know, new metal. It's very unhinged because yeah. it has a bossa nova chunk in there. Too, yeah, I all of a sudden, yeah, it
1: breaks into a bossa nova. A I play tons, yeah, <laughs> I play tons of didgeridoo on that. Which I need to start doing. I need to start cam doing cam it live. I just don't have didgeridoo. Dude, like didgeridoo holders online are like
0: two hundred bucks, and I'm I don't just even, like, I don't even know what that is. I nodded, but you're I like, know, what's a didgeridoo? So
2: I should have brought <laughs> one. Those Australian uh, instruments, those long tubes, they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, tons of didgeridoo. I love didgeridoo.
0: Is it limiting you? Since you're on drums again, to, to do some of that stuff?
1: No, I can play drums and pl- harmonica. I can pretty much play yeah.
3: drums and do anything. You just at tried the, same up time. To the night. Yeah, like,
1: I was playing drums was like, and that harmonica. Works
3: too well. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> People how. People are going to be like, mad. Like, I don't want why it. Why does a sound. How are you doing that? Why are you doing? It's
1: like tacky to wear a harmonica like braces and then play drums at the same. I feel like at this point, like some of the things, I'm like, this is weirdly, really? I'm good at this too, but this looks stupid. It looks dumb. It looks dumb to play drums and a fucking harmonica at the same time. It just looks. it look- find
2: a way to decorate it with
3: something. I don't know. Yeah, cool. I don't fucking know. But
4: you make it look good.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's good <laughs> People are gonna Uh, uh, be like, I guess I gotta get one of those (laughs) harmonica (laughs) holders. Yeah, just like a bunch of drummer harmonica players all of a sudden.
1: Like, what's no? This is not what we're doing.
0: (laughs) So that's, I mean, that's the album right there. Yeah, and do you guys have a favorite track? Each of you? I know Nate, you mentioned that. Was it Uh, Mrs. Knife
4: Uh, is probably mine. Yeah, just because I don't know. It's just like the the rawest. I'm I'm. Kind of a minimalist by nature. I don't really try to be that way, but that's just kind of how I am. So the fact that that one's just like really, just straight ahead, you know, and like there's, I don't know, it's, it's just kind of it is what it is, you know. It's no gimmicks, just rock. And it's heavy as hell. Yeah, it's it heavy. Is. Um, I
2: like to rock. We're going down the line, and I endorse your liking of rock, and I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it, um, that uh, my favorite might have to be Voodoo Can't. Chicken because. You know, like I, I uh, was mixing all you know all the songs, and it was like we kind of dialed them in. Some were slower than others. Voodoo Chicken just uh, you know fell into place. I've always loved the song. It's a jam. It's the hardest on me. It could almost injure me someday, I dare say. <laughs> and uh but like mixing wise, it came together. And i that crazy effect, you know, I forgot what it was like—the strange frequencies part.
0: Oh you know, yeah, are, I love
2: that So yeah. like, I just, just, you know, messing around Found something really cool, and that was fun And uh, so I'm pleased with that one I think it really pushes your speakers in a nice way Yep So, happy with it
3: I'm gonna cop out, because <laughs> Like, these are my favorite songs For, oh, ten years So, to be th- I mean, it was You can't more a than th- child? More than cathartic to like uh, You know, get Nick gave me the CD and I drove listening to it and I'm like singing along and then I stopped singing along and I can still hear myself singing along to my favorite songs. Uh, so all of them are, I mean, just like any of the other Traveling Suitcase recordings that I was not involved with. Like, I'm like, oh, no, I couldn't pick a favorite. This one's my favorite. Yep. Casanova's the coolest one. yeah <laughs> uh, Ballad, yeah, 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 or, you know, Food of Chicken is, uh, like, like, was, uh, like, just, you gotta sing along to that. You gotta, and then just all of them. They're all like that, so, uh, yeah. So you gotta cop out? Casanova's the coolest sound. It just sounds cool. It does. It just my favorite so one. Cool. It really sounds cool. It makes me feel cool. I'm like,
1: whoa. Yeah. <laughs> just the and I like I love when you can kick a, a good drums without the snare on for half the song, and yeah. it just sounds sexy and just different. There's just a lot of room in that song, so it's a little bit different. But I really do kind of kind of go back and forth. But I've been I've been spinning the record of my I've been spinning my own record for you know the last couple of days and trying to get hype for it and you know even last night i was like I don't endorse Spotify, but let's put it on Spotify. I don't endorse iTunes, but let's listen. You know what I mean? Like, where it's just like it's neat to see it everywhere and and come to fruition. So thanks for having us here to talk about it and and come full circle because I couldn't wait to actually have something to talk about really with you and give you actually something a T-shirt that wasn't from you know 13 years ago. <laughs> well,
0: this is great. I, mean, I appreciate this. Yeah, and, um, especially appreciate all your time coming in. But did you guys give the CD at the car test? Oh, yeah, yes. I think the car test is pretty important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, every, yeah it, was, every it was like the car
1: the test way. was every step of the way. Everyone's I mean, feedback that's like everyone's feedback comes from like, a dude, I feel like there's just even uh, I work at Satori in Oshkosh and I felt really bad because I was like, at one point, I'm like, You know, listening to the record there To see what it sounds like on, you know Because I hear music at work all the time So I'm like, well, I have to hear this record Because I need to know, you know what I mean? That was, like, the biggest thing for me I was like, my ears are so used to this room that, But, like, everywhere Testing every room Every, like, phone stuff
2: Everything, right? You kind of get insane and the phone was important for the vocals because certain parts would be like yep. resonant yeah yeah yep. I, I removed 95 percent of them
1: i mean oh. <laughs> some people and that's unfortunate too like i guess like because there's so many streaming services and like the way that people listen to music is fucking awful nowadays because they don't actually listen with like nice headphones unless like people are really like avid vinyl listeners or but even so like half the people that have vinyl collections they're buying those cheap like, little, Crosley. like, oh my god, those little, again, you're not pumping out anything good. You're just, you're, you might as well just shit <laughs> all over the record at that point, and I hate to swear like that, but like, dude, if you buy a Crosley and you're listening to vinyl, you cannot tell me that you love vinyl for the quality of its timbre, you know, like, you're not even hearing it. You know, I appreciate the spirit, but, yeah. The
2: spirit's
0: there, so
4: get it's some... It's nice to hold that's the right way to be Get there. some tubes. It's better gear, though. Were, you, were yeah. you
0: guys listening to it on different... Or You know, different speakers and then coming back to Brandon and telling him, I mean, that must have been driving you nuts. And I'm sure they were very
2: kind. It was like kind of uh, 11th hour
0: coming along, you know, because it
2: was a later one, you know. So they were very kind and they limited it to like a few per song. I think there was one thing that was it wasn't that
1: big of a fix, but it it was like something on I want to love her. And it was just like you were just like, damn it. 'Cause it was just like one note and it would just had this little weird frequency and I was like, I'm so sorry, Brandon, but that frequency and then it was just like oh. all you had to do was take your bass out, I think, or something like Because it was like oh, yeah. it was the clash between the organ yeah. and that
2: one note and you were like, No But I was like the solution was easy. I think and- I I'm like a am like ai was in a whiny state at the time. And then I think I heard you were right and I was like, Oh yeah. No, never mind.
1: I mean, and that's what it sucks. It sucks when you're like, "We're almost there," and then you're like, "Oh shit!" I'm gonna
2: you know, undo everything. No, it, no. Was, it wasn't bad at
3: all. I wasn't helpful. Yeah, were, I just kept saying, "Oh my yeah, Todd gosh, just said it was great." so good. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's yeah. I just kept doing that.
0: So Brandon, is it good to hear that feedback, or is it just as frustrating if you think somebody is going to think anything sounds good that you do?
3: Uh, no, I, am very
2: happy to hear, uh, some heartening, nice words from, uh, I mean, it's great, it's great. I mean, it was very helpful either way because I'm like, well, okay, he's good. And then, uh, then, you know, Nate, you know, you just had a few and I'm like, okay, yeah, everyone seemed pretty pleased with it and I just trusted them.
0: Do you feel confident now where you might record the next release, just how you did this one?
2: Well, yeah, I think we were saying definitely want to record yep. more, and I think when we do in the future, we would I want. I have this like fun. fantasy
1: yeah. of like going and like renting a, like a big house and just kind of dedicating. the... We could be
2: funky monks too. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was like, that's really what I want. I want my funky monks real bad. I was like. Cause we, I mean, we kind of did that. We first did that. Album was yeah, the in first the album cabin. with redoing, you know, with redoing that. But then there was so much about that because we were just learning what we were doing. And then I got struck by lightning. There's certain then, things that occurred. So it's just one of those things where I was like, I'd love to redo that without like half that shit happening. You so know,
2: there's a storm. We'll record indoors.
1: Yes, next time. <laughs> we just won't even record. We'll turn everything off and enjoy the storm from a safe place. Yeah.
2: We will stop recording and just watch a movie.
0: Yes. <laughs> This album just came out today, so I don't want to get too far ahead. But when is the next one coming out? I don't know.
4: Tuesday? we're no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Just,
2: you wait, no, we'll get, uh, we're writing uh, up a storm right now, right? Yeah. yeah,
4: we are, and I don't even want to put the pressure on us of thinking about, like, a release no, date or no, a time window or something. Uh, when there's another wanna, EP, I think it'll just show up. This has been yeah. a heck of a year, and I think we it all It hasn't wanna, even been a year! Right, exactly. <laughs> I think we all want to <laughs> yeah. just, like, take so, just a little bit of time to breathe and That's actually, right like, way. yeah, and mm-hmm. actually have some time to write new material yeah. and all that stuff, so... Kick it with we'll, each we'll other let you with some pressure. Maybe practice. a single, maybe
2: a single, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like I know
1: there's it. a single coming. I think that single might be called "Black Cadillac Curse," but that's just—I don't know.
0: Black Can't. Cadillac Curse. Black Cadillac
2: him. Hearse. Oh, Hearse.
0: Yeah.
3: Because yeah. you could go either way. Interesting.
2: Not mm. have you
0: heard the song? I've heard it. <laughs> oh, sometimes he plays it. on it, man. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes he plays just on that, it. Man.
3: Sometimes I'm just listening, you know. I'm like, oh, you guys are so good." <laughs> <laughs> And they are like, oh, shoot.
0: How many more bands are you going to join this year, Todd? <laughs> yeah,
3: <good laughs> I'm only allowed to join, like, two more talks. Oh, so it's getting <laughs> limited. Uh,
1: and that makes for 12 bands. Uh, <laughs> oh, makes for a dozen.
0: That's good. You know, keep yourself busy, but hopefully not too busy.
3: I've never been this, like, last year or so, because it was only a little over a year ago that I did this, sh- this show by myself with you, and... And you're like, what do you got to promote? I'm like, nothing. And and now I'm busy for the first time in my life with everything all at once. Yeah, (laughs) so it's good. It felt this feels good.
0: Beautiful. Tonight, the CD release show, the album release show. It's taking place at Appleton Beer Factory. Which, again, hats off to to Mark and the rest of the team up there for all they're doing.
1: Yeah, they Mm -hmm. do a great job. Everybody, I know it's going to sound incredible because the whole crew on sound is amazing. Colin's great. Uh, I love seeing all those people. Yeah, I was like, it's just family. It's family tonight. We're
0: very excited. Doors open at 7.30?
1: Yes, (laughs) I believe so. And I was like, all I know is the time I need to be there. I always feel bad when I'm like explaining details, and I'm like, yes, my load-in's at five. Th- oh, never mind. These aren't the details that I need to explain to the public.
3: I just told my parents not to come. I'm like, I don't think we're starting until you're gonna be in bed. They're like, <laughs> like, oh, if you start at six, I'm like, I don't. There's no way that's happening. <laughs> no.
0: well, so the official times: doors open seven thirty. Yep. is at eight. Yep. Traveling suitcase hits a stage at nine. Uh, how long do you guys think you'll play?
1: I don't know. I'm going to play everything we've got. I'm nice. just going to make a set list of, I will ma- I mean, I still haven't made it. We played a really good set last night, so I'm going to probably shadow a little bit off of that and go straight into some of the stuff that we did last night and just, I don't know. I didn't want to put too much pressure on, you know what I mean, on mm-hmm. this set, on this, you know. Um, we've had a really good summer, and I trust these guys really well, and I think when it comes down to the moment, you know, I'll, Print out a really pretty looking set list, and we'll play it to the best of our <laughs> abilities, and and then we, uh, I don't know, we just have fun. So looking forward yeah. to it tonight, and we'll play everything we got until we're done. There you so on. everything we got. we might even, but I don't think we will. But we might play some new songs, but maybe we won't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't maybe. know. Can't confirm. Can't, know. can't deny. <laughs>